This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 325, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, November the 25th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 325, and I'm your host, Adam Chapman. Today we're taking a look at uh, comics that were released the week of Wednesday, November the 25th. Uh, Yes, this is going out on uh, Friday, December the 4th. Deal with it. We're a little late getting to the comics this week. Um, For our U.S. friends, I'm I'm sure you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, For me, I had a great birthday. So everyone's happy. Uh, so let's just jump right into the comics. Uh, let's not do too much of a preamble today. Although I will say, if you want to email us, you can do so at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, read and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, first up this week, we've got All New Wolverine, issue number two. Uh, this was great. I'm really enjoying this so far. I didn't know what to expect from it, but I'm loving it. Uh, Tom Taylor is really killing it as, a, as the writer of the book. I like how he writes Laura. I like Laura's interactions with Warren. Um, David Lopez and David Navarro are doing the art, and they did a great job of it. It really jumps off the page. It's very clear. Uh, the costume looks great. The action looks great. Um, the whole kind of concept of multiple clones, I can totally get behind because the character's major conceit is that she's a clone. Uh, the ending was re- not what I necessarily expected, but cool. Excited to see what happens next with Taskmaster versus Laura. Uh, this was really good. Um, solid, solid debut. It's books like this that make me think we don't need regular Wolverine around uh, because we can still tell good stories without needing to see Logan. Um, Logan's a great character, but sometimes so are his supporting characters, or characters that kind of come out of his, well, besides his DNA, uh, you know, from his kind of uh, background, or his, fulfill his kind of role. Uh, next up is Archie number four, and this is unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, because I do like Annie Wu's art, but I do miss Fiona Staples. Uh, artwork by Mark Wade. Uh, this is, sorry, artwork by Mark Wade. It's written by Mark Wade, artwork by Annie Wu. Uh, this is the lipstick incident revealed as we finally find out more about it. It's a bit of a flashback story to see more of Archie and Betty before the series actually started and what kind of led to the, the fabled lipstick incident, um, which I thought was a very good and very interesting issue. Uh, and I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Reggie next. Um, this has just been a, a joy to read. Um, I'm still shocked that I'm enjoying an Archie comic so much, but it's just I like that it plays on what everyone kind of knows about Archie and his 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 world and his mythos, and then takes it and spins it a little on its on its axis, and I really dig that. Um, and, Wu, and Wu does great art in this issue as well. Uh, next up is Darth Vader number thirteen. This is the second part of Vader Down. Um, it's artwork by Salvador Larocca and it's written by Kieran Gillen. Um, pretty awesome. We get to see Vader kind of be a badass. Um, we get to see, you know, everyone kind of converging. You see the cast of the two books kind of, uh, really kind of coming together. Um, excited to kind of see where they're going to go with this. Afra, or Afra, um, has a great con- idea here and, you know, actually, um, executes it with, uh, and now I forget his name, but the, um, the evil 3PO actually, uh, painted up like 3PO is really cool. Uh, this was just another solid read, and I feel like everything's going to be eights today because, uh, yeah, it just feels like that kind of day. So apparently, the, most of the comics I read were very entertaining and very good. Oh wait, well I also read the Flash, so never mind what I just said. Unfortunately, this is not very good. Um, I find the writing really roughshod. Um, 
it's just it doesn't feel like it's really got a handle on the characters at all and the art um i'm actually starting to actively dislike it just because i'm disliking the the way that the, uh, brett booth writes uh sorry pencils the costume more and more um it just doesn't seem like the flash like this weird kind of armor now and so sculpted like it used to look more like a costume uh it just doesn't i don't like the look here uh it's super exaggerated faces um, the fight with Zoom, at a time it's not even clear what's happening. Uh, Zoom as a character is kind of ill-defined as well. It's obvious that they were just trying to kind of play on what everyone kind of knows about the character prior to this. Um, I didn't didn't like this. I, I just I found it very frustrating, and I could not wait to finish reading it. I'm gonna give it a four. Um, next up is Silk. Uh, this was great. This was a fantastic debut. It's probably gonna be an eight. So somewhere out there. Uh, Nathan Strzok and Paul Scores are just dying with laughter and the fact that they give everything eights, or maybe they're just super annoyed. Uh, this is written by Robbie Thompson, artwork by Stacey Lee. Um, we got Silk going up against um, the, the Goblin Knights, or whatever they're called, the, the Goblin Nation, and he's looking for the Goblin King. Uh, she's also kind of working for Jameson. She's still working for Black Cat. It looks like she's kind of gone a little bit bad, but she's actually working uh, for on the down low for Mockingbird. Um, really dug it. Solid, solid read. Uh, great art. There's just, there's just a, there's a vibrance to this book that I, it's hard to explain. But it's just, it's fun. It, it moves along at a brisk pace, and it's always enjoyable. Um, next up, and, and I, again, it really, I, it's, it's amazing to me that this character, the Stacy Moon character, is the same character that Dan Slott wrote. Nothing against Dan Slott because I do like Dan Slott. Don't get me wrong, but. It just feels like a completely different character. I think she's so much more relatable and interesting here. And part of it's also the art on her, too, is not as sexed up and embellished. Uh, so that's another eight. Oh, it's uh, looking like we're going to have a few more of these. Uh, next up, we've got Silver Surfer. Uh, this is fantastic. A lot of fun. Uh, all about you know the idea of the different universes. There's a great thing here where we have uh, Eternity uh, as embodied by Doctor Doom. Uh, which is a really cool kind of um, commentary on what's going on during Secret Wars. This is just a lot of fun with uh, Norrin and, and um, oh my god, I forgot her name, Don Greenwood, trying to figure out how to kind of deal with shaping the universe. Uh, I don't want to say much else because it's just, it's, it's an experience. Uh, fantastically done. I'm going to give it a nice big 8 out of 10. And last, but definitely not least, Superman Lois and Clark number 2. My god, it's like someone... Asked the comic book gods for a book starring pre-Flashpoint Superman and Lois in a way that really made sense, and they we got it. Uh, this is written by Dan Jurgens, artwork by um, Lee Weeks. Uh, it's just phenomenal, because this feels like Superman. Uh, I like the commentary on the New 52 Earth uh, from the eyes of Superman and Lois from the uh, pre-Flashpoint universe. Uh, the way they're written, um, it's just... A lot of fun, very interesting. We're seeing things in a slightly different angle. Uh, I just I found it tremendously engaging and interesting, and I actually fear for these characters because who knows what could happen to them, right? Like, they anything could happen because they're kind of out of their world, out of their time, and uh, I loved it. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. So, yeah, I kind of ran through, <laughs> uh, what, 7 or 8 books, so... A lot of tongue, things I didn't get a chance to read from last week that include Batman and Robin Eternal, which I'm almost caught up on. Uh, Grayson, uh, Justice League of America, although I heard a lot of bad things because it's not a Brian Hitch issue. Uh, Sinestro, Superman, Superman Wonder Woman, uh, second issue of Carnage, 
the new issues of Chewbacca and Groot, as well as Hail Hydra, uh, which I think is one of the one of the final few uh, Secret Wars times to actually end. Um, new issue of Shield, the launch of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur number one, uh, um, um, uh, Venom of Space Knight number one, etc. Uh, anyways, so that's the things I didn't get a chance to get around to yet, so my apologies. Uh, so they won't end up being talked about on the podcast. Uh, comics that are coming out, not the, the following week, but really two days ago, on uh, the 2nd of December. Some of the highlights include the new issue of Barbed Wire. I'm a little bit behind on that. I really got to get caught up. Uh, Absolute Batman, The Court of Owls hardcover. New issue of Action Comics. Uh, we got the Batman 66 trade paperback volume 3, as well as the fourth hardcover. We got uh, DMZ Deluxe Edition Hardcover Book 5, Earth 2 World's End Trade Paperback Volume 2. We got uh, Graphic Inc., the DC Comics art of Ivan Reyes, or Reese. Uh, we got the iZombie Zom- Omnibus. I'm surprised they didn't go and try and call it a Zomnibus, unless Marvel has trademarked it from when they did the Marvel's Omnibus. Marvel Zombies Omnibus, I should say. Uh, new issue of Prez. There's the beginning of Robin War. Um, over at IDW, there's new issue of Donald Duck, which I'm enjoying. A new issue of My Little Pony Friends Forever, a new issue of Transformers and X Files Season 11. Uh, at Image, there's East of West 22. I'm so behind on that. I think I read the first trade and that was about it. I really got to get back into that at some point. Uh, from Marvel, we got the second issue of All New All Different Avengers, uh, launch of All New Inhumans, All New X Men number one, Daredevil number one, uh, third issues of Doctor Strange and Extraordinary X Men, the launch of Guardians of Infinity. Um, the fourth issue of Invincible Iron Man already, the Marvel 1872 trade paperback, fantastic book, well worth picking up. Get it for your shelf if you didn't pick it up in singles. Uh, Nova number two, Red Wolf number one, Spider Gwen trade paperback volume zero, Most Wanted. Could they be any more confusing on how they collect that book? Uh, Spidey number one, Star Wars 13, which is the next chapter of Vader Down, uh, Star Lord and Kitty Pride trade paperback, the totally awesome Hulk launch as well as the second issue of Vision, and we got the Wolverine Epic Collection to compare back The Dying Game, uh, which collects some of the uh, mid-90s work with Adam Kubert on art. Uh, so that's everything coming up next week. So thank you for joining me for this episode. You, as I said at the beginning, you can email us at comicshenetigans at gmail.com. Um, not sure what the next episode is going to be, but I can say that in the coming weeks, we will have episodes with Steve Scroach. I'm finally going to know how to pronounce his name, so that's exciting. Uh, we're going to have an episode where we have an interview uh, with Justin Zaran. It's going to be a little bit unorthodox. It's going to be it was a, a print interview, which will be having um, someone will guest on the show to kind of be Justin, probably. I think that's how we're going to do it. I'm not quite sure how uh, I'm going to do that yet. Uh, we're going to have an episode with David Marquez. Uh, so we're, we're working, as well as uh, for those from the Marvel Masterworks Forum, uh, we're going to have Gormu or John Rutt Thomas on the show as well. So there's a lot of good stuff coming out in December. Um, so you can keep uh, keep your eyes peeled uh, and ears uh, ears ready for uh, for all that great content. So thanks again for joining us for episode 325, our big anniversary episode. Not really. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.